Okay, Lady what is this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to yet another show and tell the live, all fun, all everyone from around the world engineering show that we do every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Today we have a special guest, two engineers, not just me, but Naomi from hey. the Python Software Foundation, Pythonista extraordinaire, has dropped in and is going to be just watching what people are making. And if it's got Python Absolutely. in it, she's going to be extra happy. I, I love Python in things. And then if it's not <laughs> Python, she's still going to be happy. She's, oh, yeah. she's understanding and welcoming mm -hmm. of all types. Um, okay, we're going to kick off with some Adafruit folks. Everybody else, just mute your mic till we call on you, and we'll get out of here at 7.50. Let's start off with JP. What are you, what's your game in here? Hey, all right. So uh, what we're working on this week is actually something that goes way back to the early days of graphics and gaming, which is dealing with limited color palettes. So uh, I think you can see here I've got uh, a couple of Pi gamers, and they're running the same game. They're running Trash Panda. But you'll notice that this one is running in sort of a monochrome green screen, uh, reminiscent of like my old Apple II monitor, uh, instead of the usual color palette that we're used to seeing pretty much from all make code games. Uh, and then here's another one. I'm going to restart this one. And this one's running a crazy palette that I made. I like this like psychedelic, like Super 80s, 90s, neon style. <laughs> and this one actually encompasses colors that are really useful for uh, Adafruit characters, like our circuit playground characters, and doing LEDs. We wanted to, I wanted to have a pure yellow in there, and a purple, and a magenta, and I've got a gray in there. Uh, and so if I switch over to, uh, let me show you my monitor real quick. Let's see. There we go. And it wants to give me an echo. There we go. Um, so what you'll see here is this is a session of MakeCode Arcade. And I've got the typical palette. And that's what the default is in the game, uh, in all the games that you use. And then what I'm going to show on the show tomorrow is how to customize that so that in this example, I've got the same graphic. But you'll notice I have a totally different palette set that I created. That's just Amazing. How did you do that? Well. Tune in tomorrow and you'll find out. But uh, I will. <laughs> it's in, in a, uh, a settings file uh, for the PXT. And then here is the uh, the psychedelic one I mentioned. So you, you'll notice some really familiar blues here from the Adafruit logo and some character colors and some sort of pure neo-pixely types of colors. And I wanted a gray because gray is great. Uh, and it's good for backgrounds, especially if we have orange in there. So uh, this is sort of a next level customization. And eventually, I think you'll be able to do this from a UI inside of Make Code Arcade. They'd like to make that a selectable, you know, with a color wheel and just say, here's my palette for the game. And then that's something you'd use throughout the game, or you can do more sophisticated things like dynamically load palettes depending on what you're doing. So an intro could be in one uh, set of colors, and then the gameplay could be in another. You could change them over the course like, of the like underworld versus the sand level versus yeah, the water yeah. level, different colors. Yeah, if you think about Mario games, there would be total pal palette swap swaps when you go into like a snowy environment and a different palette swap. We still only had, you know, 16 color, 15 really. We have one for transparency. Um, but it, uh, it's a, a real efficient way to change out the, the color space of, of the level that you're in. So, um, Super cool stuff and uh, getting us back to basics in gaming. So I'm going to show that tomorrow on the show. So tune into John Park's workshop. Exciting. And then next week, uh, Ask and Drew will be JP's unboxing of Adabox 12. What That's is it? Can't tell you. It's a secret. But 
tune into the unboxing. So it's going to be all JP all the time. Tune in. <laughs> next week. Unbox some stuff. All right. Thanks. He's going to unbox his brain. All right. Next up, Brent. He's right over there. What are you up to? Hello. I'm up to more Pirate Gamer stuff and also PyBench stuff. So uh, last week I showed off the cursor. So within CircuitPython, I made a cursor class. And this week we have a cursor manager. So the hardware um, on your Pi badge or your Pi Gamer can connect to a cursor class, which can move a cursor on your screen. But you can also do more things with it. So this is um, actually, it's really blurry because my camera's not focusing. But it's uh, Davis Dell's uh, Choose Your Own Adventure Code. And you can click the button on the code to advance the tiles. So this is all in CircuitPython. And if you're building a game in CircuitPython, you can use your cursor or your joystick to change different, it's hard to get right on track. Mm. Let's move it down, yeah. So you can like make your own user interfaces or you can make your own games and it's a good way to kind of define things around your like CircuitPython sketches and uh, programs. For a mouse or touch screen, you can just use nope, the no touch Great. All right, well, uh, that's we'll, cool. We'll talk about this on the show because this is relevant to, to your interests, uh, maybe. Remember HyperCard mm -hmm. and Logo? And so with CircuitPython and these devices, what we're doing is remaking some of those ideas. Oh, very cool. So, um, but with modern stuff. So the um, HyperCard-like functionality is really a JSON file that has the buttons and the backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And now we added a cursor. So we, we were joking um, in our uh, staff meeting that we're going to be able to remake Encarta CD-ROMs <laughs> with Python uh, and just have and you and but anyone mm -hmm. can do it. So right. um, we'll show some demos off oh, later. But we're we're trying to bring back that hypercard like um, joy that people had mm -hmm. when they were making so. you know like oh I made a recipe book on my own but using Python to do that. So that thank exciting. you, Brent. All right, thanks, Brent. All right, so check that out in GitHub coming soon to yeah. the Python bundle. Okay. All right, next up, let's go to Melissa. Hello. Hey, Melissa. Oh, you're muted. Hi. Okay. I, Hi. I, yeah, I unmuted and remuted. Uh, okay, uh, first of all, I was at Teardown this last weekend up in Portland. And I, first of all, I, while I was there, I decided to update my Pi badge to have a little Ooh, image on there. And to the right, you see the Adafruit. Yeah, it almost has like a holographic effect when you move the screen. But I think that's like unintentional part of the way the LCD works. Um, so another thing, uh, while I was there, I took some workshops. And one of the things that I got to do is program. Uh, I'll start with this one. Uh, little FPGA uh, stopwatch here. And you can, oops, I'm holding it upside down. Can it start? Okay. And you can stop it. Hit that button to reset it. That's cool. So that was that was a really fun one. Uh, another FPGA workshop we did is the FOMU here. And this was the dev board that we did in the workshop. And it's actually capable of running MicroPython on here. And I believe they're going to be putting CircuitPython on um, as one of the next additions to it. Um, for the production one, they're shrinking it down to this size. So Don't eat by accident. Yeah. yeah. So just to fit right into a USB port. And then in another workshop we did, 
we went and we soldered together this board and it is basically running with an uh, NRF52840 and it's all through hole except for a few of the components on there and it exposes some of the additional pins up here at the top mm -hmm. that uh, were not available on the feather. That's cool. That's cool. Is there, is there circuit Python for that as well? Yes, it's running circuit Python. All the circuit Python. So it's just a circuit Python badge thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, you okay. got a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, folks can check the newsletter and then also um, Melissa's been working on circuitpython.org slash Blinka. Check out the Raspberry Pi 4 that just made it there. And then you're working on the Dragon Board next, is that? Yep, uh, I'm writing up the guide now. All right. Yay, Dragon! It's working on there now in Blinka. So if you have a Dragon Board, feel free to use it. But be careful that it has only 1.8 volt logic. Uh, so you'll probably need to use a logic level converter. Yeah. We will be using the built-in alert warning feature on learn.adafruit.com. <laughs> yeah. Multiple yeah. times. Warning, warning, warning. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. Next up, Noah and Pedro, what's your print in this week? Hello, hey, hello, everybody. So this week we have an update to the Pi badge uh, case. So super awesome. But after a conference, you want to turn into an awesome gaming device and do that. You can get these comfy uh, buttons on there. So we have these uh, geometry to hold the uh, the thumb pad and the A and B button. And then I wanted to demo it with the uh, no friendo that Lamar ported over. Super cool uh, for loading the ROMs in there. It even has menu to uh, save and load your ROMs. That's awesome. And then last minute after we had finished the guide and posted everything, um, wanted to play this like in open areas, but it was always so loud. So I added a little slide switch here. So it swaps between the little uh, speaker that we have on the back here and then the built-in buzzer speaker. So you can have uh, a little bit less annoying when you're out in the area. It's a, uh, I think it's like a five-piece design. So most of these uh, glue on to the top of the front case here. And it works with both the LC model and the um, non-LC model that has all the headers and connectors. And then it also has a, a different model that has the headers opening. I think I said it to you guys there. Mm -hmm. And it's a nice little case that's uh, super slim, has the Interflex buttons on there, prints in ABS or PLA as well. And it's a nice little way to enclose, you know, have everything, make sure no crust gets onto your awesome little gaming device. Nice. So and uh, check out time. the guide and all the files for all that. We did a whole hour on 3D Hangouts that shows um, you know, saw some of the CAD techniques that we used in designing this. People so, are loving these cases. Yeah. And now everybody has the DuckTales theme. Stuff in that <laughs> it took 20 something years to get out of your head and now it's back. Now it's back. <laughs> well, the so. new season is really good. You should check out. And then one thing I kept forgetting to talk about in the video or the guide is that directional buttons work on this. So, oh, yeah. Uh, showing that off in make diagonals. Yeah, so that works. Boy, some nice sprite yeah. moving action there. Yeah, thanks yeah. to uh, JP's Makehood Minute. Yes. I put this one together using Super cool. kludging all of his knowledge together. <laughs> That's what game design is all about. All right, sweet. Well, everybody, check out well, you guys that had a 3D Hangouts today. It's recorded and uh, more stuff coming out this yep, summer. Amazing. Thanks, folks. All right. Thank you, Pedro. All right. Mike B. Hi, guys. So, as promised, I finally finished my uh, game for the Pi Gamer. And uh, it also, I, I um, 
just changed the board definition in Arduino and it just works on the Pi badge. Um, very nice. So um, it's, I'm, I'm going to try to screen share and, and show. It's impossible for you to play it live because you have to be like, you can't have yeah. it facing out because it's like backwards. Can you see it? Not yet. Not yet. I don't think you screen shared. Believe there. There, there you, you go. Yeah. Now you're here. So what's going on here? So um, there's a little ball at the bottom of the screen, and you want it to bounce on these little moving platforms. So you kind of you use the accelerometer to move the ball to the left and to the right. And every time you hit a uh, platform, it bounces. So you want to keep hitting platforms, and it gives you points. And uh, there are colored platforms. Uh, there might be one towards the end here that uh, give you extra capabilities. Oh. There's one, the red one. Ooh. It gives you a boost. Boost. All right. So, oh, man. Uh, yeah. So, but do you have, like, you know, you have to, uh, like, uh, paid additions so like, you know, people... In-app purchases? In-app purchases. Yeah. They could upgrade their bounce No, ball. no. This is all free, all open source. Um, if you buy, if you get five ADA coins, and then you you can, for $5, then you can spend them to boost your your gravity ball. Well, I I put a couple hints. There's a, ideas. there's a full tutorial in the Adafruit Learning System. You can go, and you all can put your own things in there. There's, there's a couple of things you might want to do. You can use sideways acceleration to maybe get the ball higher. Um, there's lots of buttons. Um, it's just a fun little game that's uh, fairly easy to understand the code, and you can change it up yourself. Yeah, I like it. It's very simple. It's like it's physics-y, but it's not a lot of code, and it's in C, and some people, they want to see what that's like to write a code, a game in C. Yeah, it uses the Arcada, um, yeah, Arcada uh, library that you did for Arduino that makes gaming really easy, especially if you used Adafruit GF x library for the display yes. and uh if anybody's having problems with the tone library um lamorne's going to fix it but i i put a little manual kind of tone generate tones uh uh just using microsecond delays and stuff to generate a waveform so you can see how to do that it's at the bottom of the uh code all right thanks mike okay. all right i think we got to all the, we get to the so we're going to go to zen and then we'll go to coding pro and then for you, so let's start with Richard. Richard, so okay. sorry, Zen, Richard, then. Okay, Zen, welcome back. Oh, thanks. Um, am I, can you see me? Yeah, yep. you've got oh, some okay. yellow, yellow. So, so today's um, Goodwill find was a little toy with a bunch of buttons that, that, that my wife and I decided we would send to our grandchild and use the um, audio FX soundboard to then generate um, generate things that that it's uh, oh, you have to turn it on. Yeah, <laughs> That's a nice big heart. Marla, do you like jumping at puddles? And Marla, can you count to ten? Oh, it says count to, Can you count to ten? Yeah, and and Yay! it's Marla June. So it's our voices. Hi, Marlo. You know, to to little Marlo, and the nice thing is, is that each of the buttons, because I use the random function, then you know we'll play different things each. Oh, time. nice! So it's going to be more interesting. It's like you can play with it for quite a while. And yeah. Okay. And, okay. 
and actually this is the second one i sent her one already and she talks to it she's there they're a good 300 miles away and so for us you know we don't get to visit her but she gets to hear our voice and all that sort of stuff it was just it was just fun to do and um i'm uh, i'm spending my other programming time i'm switching to circuit python and that is is exciting to me i mean awesome. you know um so i mean not obviously with this but you know with my other bigger projects i'm i'm well you know, into right. it. you know you could you can do like wave playback and like it, it's stored on disk so you can do some pretty intense yeah you know, wave playback that might actually be uh, a good project to start with if not that you're this one's done you should send it but yeah uh, yeah i'm gonna send, audio send, project. send that but the other part of it is is i'm working on a bigger project that's use uses for a friend who does circuit bending to do sampling and just that just be able to sample you know put in a put in an sd card and have it send the samples directly to uh you know to the circuit uh keyboard anyway yeah fun stuff. So email supported adafruit will send you and has seen on the show and tell sticker I've, maybe you can i've i have i have in the past and haven't gotten them or really i don't know maybe i'm adafruit support and i guess i'm not doing it right or you know no. you send them out yeah. ccpt at adafruit i'll make sure you get it for sure okay you send them out in an envelope and how's your mail system there do the do you get all your mail or just like some of your mail yeah 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 okay, well, okay. I'll, make sure. I'll send it right. via trackable shipping and uh thanks for showing this you know this is uh, one of the surprises that we've seen P grandparents making or hacking electronics, putting their own voice for their grandchildren. This isn't the first one we've seen. This is actually becoming a popular thing. Oh, really? Yeah, 2019 is not the way I expected it was yeah, going to yeah. turn out. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of things that didn't work out in 2019, but a lot of things that did. Yeah. And I'm just starting to see um, people do this. They're like, oh, I wanted to have something for my grandkids so they could have a toy and hear our voice and, and do all these different things. So this is really neat. Um, I'm looking forward nice. to what you're doing with uh, the next round when you learn circuit python to take a look at the neo trellis um projects okay. because that's basically just button mashing that plays sounds <laughs> okay great thanks all right. all right next up richard richard how you hey, doing hey good to see you again hey guys um so i wanted to show off a project i've been working on i've shown off my uh, mini smart home um with the micro bit so this is the um the newer version with the um with the uh, cricket feather uh, wing um, and uh, using an ESP, uh, the Huzzah ESP8266 uh, chip. So um, I have this actually running uh, MQTT, but it's not running through Adafruit IO. Uh, it's running um, through a local server. So this is all running locally. It's not even touching the internet uh, for anything. You can port forward MQTT to do that. Um, but uh, so I can control the fan over here. I can turn that Ooh. on and off. That's good. Um, I can control, I have five NeoPixels that I can control independently with turning on and off. Yep. And then also I can change the colors independently of each of those. Um, but I can also, I have a master switch so I can change all of the colors of everything all at once for the NeoPixels. Um, I also have a um, door sensor here 
that allows me to sense if the door is open or closed, and a couple of other sensors. Um, but this right here is a servo set up to be a door lock. So I'm going to hit the unlock, and oh, it's yeah. just going to twist the servo to lock and unlock. So I'm going to show you guys the interface that this uses. Let me just screen share here. There we go. So this is Home Assistant, um, which is what I actually use for my uh, smart home stuff. Um, and it's totally on the Raspberry Pi. It's all open source and totally free. Um, so with this, I can control all the lights. Um, I can control the fan. Uh, there even is an option here to set the fan speed, although the computer fan doesn't really like any of the speeds except for high. Um, <laughs> but I'm also reading the, um, the light sensor. So you can see I'm putting my hand over it and it's changing. And then if I move that door sensor, you can see it goes from open to close. And then also the motion sensor, I'm going to put my hand in front of it so it detects motion. Nice. Um, so where this is kind of going is um, I wanted to do something that's a little bit closer to like a real smart home uh, for uh, people to program and do a more adult, like college level, high school level version of the smart home project I'm doing. So this allows you to, um, so it has configuration files um, that you have to put in. Uh, this is all through the browser. This one seems to have a little bit of time loading, um, but it also has Node-RED installed on it. So you can do automations with Node-RED, um, but even just the basic in the configuration, we have automations and scripts, and they actually have a really nice GUI for being able to create um, different scripts based on sensors for automations. Um, so I think this is going to be really cool. I'm hoping, I'm already starting to write a guide for it, I'm hoping to have it all set um, here in a couple of weeks and ready for anyone who wants to build it to build it. Awesome. Thanks, Richard. Right. Yeah, this is so cool. I think this is the people want to do home automation starting with a small home is best. So email support at Adafruit. We'll send you out a sticker. You can go on your mini home. All right. All right. Yeah, home assistant. We keep seeing a lot of projects. I also yeah, think like a assistant. lot of folks, they want to start some projects and they're like, I don't know if I want to put all this Google, Amazon, Apple stuff in my home. I'd rather build something so I understand it because, you know, internet. <laughs> well, I'm really looking forward to tearing into the uh, the Raspberry Pi version of the um, of the Cricut board. So that way I don't even have to use like any other yeah. hardware. I pop it right on the Raspberry yeah. Pi. All right, All right, cool. Thanks so much, Richard. All right, next up, Coding Pro. Hello, so Hello. Uh, this week is Discord Hack Week. If, have you heard about that? No. So it's just a, pro a contest by Discord where you can win a, a Hack Week t-shirt and a free Nitro for a year where you can like submit bots, uh, fan art, anything, or just- Did you win last year because your shirt says Hack Week? No, actually. So I'm going to tell you the story. So <laughs> today I was just like, huh, let's just go to Discord HQ because why not? So I just go over to Discord HQ and then they give me a Hack Week shirt. So, nice. That's pretty yeah. good. Right. That was so that, you scored. That was the hack. Yeah. I, I already won the contest. Yeah. Without even submitting. But uh, what I do have to show you is screen share. Um, share. Okay. Can you see this page? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, 
this is my new website for my bot. I completely coded it myself using, yeah. And uh, I have scrolling text and I, uh, yeah, I basically made all this. I think I'm gonna make this site open source. Let me see, I can show you the code. And this um, uses Glitch to like set yeah, up yeah. server and- Well, it's just for the hosting mostly, yeah. Glitch is useful very useful. So like I have CSS, the different pages, and I'm using templating uh, by the node or npmjs package called ejs. So like on my website, I have these things like how many servers I have and how many channels. But if you check inspect, it's actually just text. So uh, right here. It's just text, it's not actually, so that's what templating with this thing does. So I can just uh, put that in here by using these cool tags and it's really useful to connect the back end to the front end with. Uh, All right, well, good, good luck with yeah. submitting your channel bot and I <laughs> hope you win. Come, come you. by, let us know next week if you won Nitro. I already got the shirt. You got a shirt, but maybe there's more shirts. Yeah, a second shirt. A second shirt. All right, okay. All right thank you, Cutting Pro. Thank you. And last up, uh, Inferno yeah. for you. If you could show your stuff off in like a minute and a half, we can get to you. Inferno for you. There's, Are you there? I see. Inferno for you. Accessible electronics. Oh, okay. Inferno? Wait. Oh. I'm going to give Inferno another couple tries, and then I'm going to call it. All right. That is our show until this week. Right. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we're here every single week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. Thank you, Naomi, for being our oh, guest pleasure. on this. Um, In front of week, come by next week when you've got your video working yeah. all good. Um, thanks for making this the best half an hour of our week every single week, everybody. Um, next week, JP is doing the Adabox unboxing. However, we're still going to have the show and tell. So show come up. on by. Show up. And if you have an Adabox, share some of the projects. Yeah, you're doing. if you have gaming projects that you built and uh, Adabox projects or previous Adabox projects. Ask an engineer starts in. One minute. All right. See you, okay. everybody. Bye, everybody.